0: Plus. Recorded live. And this is
1: episode 40 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Show. Um,
0: guest 3 is uh, logged into the chat. Uh, I, I. It appeared... That uh, guest who might have been Jeff Boss. I'm. It and uh, if it was and and if he's listening,
1: I, I hope that I. I hope that you know that I'm not saying that I'm. That I'm that I'm denying what I'm doing. I'm not I'm not denying it. I'm I'm just wondering what I'm doing first before I uh
0: before I even think. But but I and I want to apologize ahead of time if uh if I uh If I cause any harm or anything like that,
1: Jeff, uh, if you're listening, I, I I'm really sorry. Uh, but anyway, I got I got uh, Tigers to recap here. They hang on to beat the Rays five to four. Michael Fulmer just barely. Uh, I guess three. Who's this?
0: Mike, Michael Fulmer, uh, by the way, just uh, barely uh, gets a win. Oh, Terry. Hey, Terry. Um, can you tell if guest two is Jeff Moss? By the way, I want I want to tell him that I'm sorry ahead of time. And and then I'm wondering and then I'm wondering what I did or how I copied him copy his shtick which were which which is their term. This is which was his words there. Jeff is now online on Facebook here. I... Yeah, either Jeff or somebody. But uh, Michael Fulmer uh, got got the win regardless. Uh, well, just barely. He finished uh, seven innings for the first time, improved to three and one, gave up just
1: the one earned run on just on just four hits, one walk, 11 strikeouts, and just the one home run by uh, Evan Longoria,
0: which tied the game at one in the sixth inning. Cameron Maben and James McCann each hit, each
1: hit their first home runs of the season. Maben opened the scoring in the bottom of the 3rd with a solo shot. McCann in the bottom of the 7th hit a two-run shot to left center field, and then JD e.
0: Martinez after uh, after starting Owen, after starting 0 for 3 hit a two-run blast to right field the other way. J.D. finished 1 for 4 with just the 2
1: RBIs and just the 1 run scored up on that home run. Struck out twice.
0: His average is still at 250 at 256. His OPS is now at 812. Cameron Maben continues to swing a hot bat. He he went 3 for 4 again today. An RBI and uh, just the one RBI on the home run and two runs scored. Scored his, his second run on the James McCann Tater. He did strike out once, but his batting average is up to 647, and his, and his OPS
1: is a whopping skyrocketing 1.508.
0: That is unbelievable. 1.508 OPS. It's just amazing. I mean, uh, what else is there to say about Cameron maintenance? He's just
1: swinging a hot bat. He's he's not only that, but uh, he's he's just good right now. James James McCann went two for three with two RBIs and a run scored on both of those on just just his two run home run. McCann's now McCann's. Uh, batting average is now back up to 155 with an OPS of 417. Miguel Cabrera, Victor Martinez, and Jose Iglesias each went 0 for 3. Cabrera and Victor both wound up with a walk. Nick Castellanos went 1 for 4. Justin Upton went went 0 for 4. Which is which is a reason, which is the main reason why Stephen Moya should have been put in that game, because we remember that we remember when Jose Iglesias was on a one for seventeen slump once they benched him and put Mike
0: Avilas at short. It might not have been Jeff, you said, Terry. But yeah, Cameron Maben um,
1: is looking great. Yeah, he, yeah, he's great. He is great out there, as of right now. Just amazing numbers, amazing performance, performance. He's just
0: amazing altogether. Nobody expected him to do that. Great to start out. To start out
1: like that, just amazing. Could be a great hitter if he keeps that up. That's for sure. That
0: that that's one thing. That's one thing for sure. There, Terry. Th- thank you very much. Just one minute here. But but, uh, anyway, um, Michael Former was uh, on the mound against former Tiger Drew Smiley.
1: Smiley finished six in the third innings, gave up seven hits and uh, three earned runs, two walks, five strikeouts, and two home runs. Smiley takes the loss and drops to two and five. He's got an ERA. He's still got an ERA. Still got an ERA. Still got an ERA of 3.54, which isn't bad. Is it? Which isn't that bad, but
0: um, not great. Not too good either. Kind of like a, a bit above average, or if not just average. But uh, Fulmer's ERA is five thirteen because of his good because of his great performance. Tigers left eight men on base. The Rays left nine men on base. Tigers out hit the Rays
1: eight to six. They win five to four earlier
0: today at Comerica Park in a late afternoon matinee Mm -hmm. game, I don't know what was going on, or or what I did, but anyway, just in case, I'll I'll, I'll stay back. I'll stay clear of uh, whatever whatever's being posted in the DSR group. Just uh, remain in it. Or at least read 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 each post better. Uh Leslie Montero uh will join me in uh momentarily, but um
1: tomorrow's uh, starting pitching matchup at one ten, the fin- the rubber finale of that of this three game series. Between the Tigers and the 20 and 20 Tampa Bay Rays. The Tigers the Tigers improved at 20 and 22. Jordan Zimmerman, 6-2, two, 245 ERA versus Chris Archer, 3-4, four,
0: 438 ERA. Should be a good one. Without the shadow of a doubt. Unfortunately, Mario and Pemba will be back on the air. Dick Enberg
1: a a uh, a Hall of Fame broadcaster and and a, and a longtime Central Michigan graduate, Central Michigan University graduate, Fire Up Chips. Uh called the game today. He was a special play-by-play commentator on Fox Sports Detroit
0: alongside Kurt Gibson. Uh Terry, what do you, what do you think of uh Dick Enberg today? I think uh he did I think he did better than Mario and Pema, just not as just not as uh good as Dan Dickerson. Yeah, uh, Dick Enberg and Gibby make a great team, yeah. At least one user uh, tweeted, uh, hashtag hire Dick Enberg. And I retweeted it. It's uh, Mitch Fick, a sports anchor for Fox 17, West Michigan, and Grand Rapids. You can follow uh, Mitch Fick on Twitter at MCFick. Terry says he'll take just about anyone over Impemba and Allen. Mario Impemba and Rod
1: Allen. Me too. Me too.
0: If Dinkenberg isn't hired, maybe I'll apply. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yep. You know, I just might go for it. Ball Base uh, at Pass me a cold burr with two R's tweeted Dick Enberg
1: and Vince Scully, Vince Scully, uh, Dick Enberg and Vince Scully for the World Series.
0: Who says no question mark? Tony Paul at Tony Paul 1984, Kirk Gibson, Al Kaline, and Dick Enberg. Three of my favorite people ever. so uh, th- thanks for uh so uh thanks for uh chiming in on the chat room terry um uh, Tigers win five to four they uh they and the Rays play
1: each other tomorrow uh tomorrow afternoon at one ten um
0: Michael Former gets the win today. Smiley, the loss. Jordan Zimmerman goes up against Chris Archer.
1: Why don't I go ahead and um, announce, uh, announce other final scores from Major League Baseball. The Royals edge the White Sox 2-1 at U.S. Cellular Field. The Minnesota Twins upset the Blue Jays 5-3. Blue Jays are slumping right now. The Braves shut out the Philadelphia Phillies two 0 in Philadelphia. Uh, another rare win, a rare win for Atlanta. St. Louis Cardinals held off the, the Arizona Diamondbacks six to two. The Boston Red Sox, the Boston Red Sox, creamed the Cleveland Indians nine to one. The Colorado Rockies beat the Pittsburgh Pirates five to one. The New York Yankees beat the, the Oakland Athletics. The New York Yankees beat the Oakland Athletics five to one. The New York Mets edged the Milwaukee Brewers five to four. The Seattle Mariners blanked the Cincinnati Reds four nothing at a, at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. The San Francisco Giants beat the Cubs five to three. The Texas the Texas Rangers knit the Houston Astros two to one at Minute Maid Park. Two to one at Minute Maid Park, and the Miami Marlins held on to beat the Washington Nationals 3-2 to at Marlins Park. A couple games going live right now, and they're both in in the top of the fifth, and they are both scoreless. The Baltimore Orioles at the Los Angeles Angels, and the Los Angeles Dodgers at the San Diego Padres. In Game 3 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, the Toronto, Rapt- the Toronto Raptors had the Cleveland Cavaliers their first playoff loss with a 99-84 win at Air Canada Center, and the St. Louis Blues scorched
0: the San Jose Sharks six to three. They scored that series is tied at two. Game five, the pivotal game five. Drops the puck in St. Louis Monday night. Two in the first, two in the second, two in the third. Sharks scored three in the third. Game five is Monday at eight on NBCSN. The scene will be Scott Trade Center at
1: the the Scott Trade Center. The scene will be Scott Trade Center. Tomorrow night is Game five of the Stanley Cup Playoffs Eastern Conference Finals in the NHL. The Tampa Bay Lightning and the Pittsburgh Penguins at eight o'clock on NBCSN. Mike Emmerich, and, and Pierre Maguire. Uh, apparently, Eddie Olchuk will join them after being at the Preakness Stakes. Uh, Exaggerator upset Nyquist in the Preakness Stakes earlier today, so no triple crown
0: for Nyquist, unfortunately. Game six between the the Lightning and Penguins will be at Amalie Arena. Wednesday at uh, Tuesday at eight on NBCSN. Game six of the Western Conference Finals between the Blues and Sharks will start at
1: nine on NBCSN. Game seven, if necessary, at eight
0: on Friday on NBCSN Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals Thursday at 8 on NBC, on NBCSN if necessary In uh, boxing, Jermall Charlo remains undefeated at
1: 24-0 by retaining the IBF 154-pound title for the second time by beating former champion Austin Trout, who now drops to 30-3 via unanimous decision. Uh, in uh, in Game 3 of the Raptors Cavs series, uh, DeMar-, DeMar DeRozan scored
0: a game high 32 points Bismack Biyombo with 26 rebounds All right, well, we have uh, Leslie Montero on,
1: on the call. Uh, uh, Leslie, uh, how was your day?
2: Oh, great. The Tigers won, and that makes me happy, Taylor. And we saw some good performances this afternoon. Now, it wasn't easy, but it's never easy. Tigers wins are never easy. But, hey, a win is a win. It's always a pretty win. And, you know, the Tigers you know, got that swing game. Now they want 5-6. And now they can take another series. That would be six of seven. So, yeah, today was so important. They had to win that game today. And they got some great performances from a lot of people. And that's how you win games, Taylor. Yeah, it was a good game to watch. And I had a good day today, Taylor.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Michael Fulmer um, uh, finally went seven innings pitched. Um uh, Got got eleven strikeouts and got mm-hmm. the win just barely. Uh, the 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 bullpen uh, almost blew it for for him. Uh, Justin Wilson, all uh, in particular, gave up three runs in the eighth. But uh, he uh, he rebounded nicely by uh, getting the next two bat, the last two batters to fly out and strike out. That that was Corey Dickerson, the last the last to go in the top of the eighth inning.
0: Francisco Rodriguez uh, allowed a uh, one out walk and struck out two uh got his
1: 12th save. His ERA is now 3.45. Justin Wilson uh his ERA is 4.76 because of his uh three-run three-run against performance. Two two of those two of those three runs that he gave up are earned. On, on just two hits. He, he walked one and struck out two. But uh, what was up with Justin Wilson?
2: You know what? He has struggled lately. He really has. Not just him, but Lowe and Alex Wilson. They have struggled too. But you know what? Give Justin Wilson credit. He he digged in. He found a way. And it's better than nothing. He found a way. I give him a credit for that. But yes, the Tigers bullpen have struggled. And... If this is going to be the norm, this is not going to be good. Low, Alex Wilson, Justin Wilson, how to figure it out. It's just that simple. I think part of the problem, and one one of my Twitter followers told me this today, he told me that the bullpen's been overused. And that might be true because, listen, the problem with the Tiger starters, most of their starters cannot go past six innings. And that's a problem. And this is why I, I put so much uh, premium on starters going seven because I don't want my relievers to get burned out. Already the relievers are going to be burned out because, you know, Annabelle cannot get past the fifth inning anymore. So those guys are going to pitch when Annabelle starts. So that's a big problem. There's something to be said for starters to go seven or eight because you don't want to kill the bullpen. I think those guys have been in the bullpen lately. You know?
1: Yeah, it's been... Yeah, it was great in April, but it but it's uh, stumbled and it stumbled this month. Uh, this is May twenty first, soon to be May twenty second. Um,
2: you know, listen, when you start burning relievers, they're going to take a hit. It's just that simple. I, I don't care how good you are. Eventually, you push that many mileage on your arm. You know what? You're you're going to take a hit later in the year, and that that could be a problem.
0: Yeah, it could be. My
2: uh, take, I think, is my take is I think those three guys have been overused lately, and that's why they may be struggling.
0: Yeah, I think
1: Brad Ausmus needs to uh, like change change things up. Right now, he's not doing that. Um, he, he just keeps pitching the same guys over and over again. Uh, the, the
0: same relievers. Which he thinks, which he admittedly
1: thinks that uh, uh, that are the best relievers in, on this roster, but um, they 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 got to be given at least one day of rest. Yeah, they all got to be uh, one day of rest.
2: Well, that's why you create depth in the bullpen, and that's why you need your starters to go seven. And I mean, I mean that's part of the problem. I don't know why Hardy was sent to the minors, but you're going to have to put Blaine Hardy and Kyle Ryan in big spots too because, like you said, you don't want to burn the believers, Taylor, and that's probably a problem right now. But for me, though, I want my starters to go seven, and that's why I was very happy with Michael Fulmer today. I, he went seven, and he didn't give in. And you know what? He could have pitched eight if he wanted to, but he's not at that stage where you want to have past 101 pitches, but he will get there eventually. But, you know, the important thing is, you're able uh, uh, to get your starter to go seven. And that's how you're going to save your bullpen. I mean, you overuse your bullpen, you know, you're going to take a hit. Because the Tigers don't have that much depth in their bullpen.
0: Uh, just
1: uh, just a, a quick question on Dick Enberg. Uh, how, how did you like it?
2: He was excellent, I thought. I thought he did a very great job. I thought he did a great job. I mean, uh, let's, let's put the eight inning. He didn't make it a big event. He didn't make it a big moment. He let the moment breathe. I think too many announcers make too much out of big moments. Let the athlete's performance do the talking. Don't over-dramatize. Don't make a big deal out of it. Let let the action speak for itself. Enberg was so calm and professional. He was really good. He and Kirk worked well together. And he brought life to the telecast. He was entertaining he gave good storylines. He told nice stories about his time at CMU and his hometown in Michigan. And I like how he and Al Kalin got to talk in the fourth inning. And it was just not easy on the ears. And it was, it was a pleasure. You know, it was such a pleasure why right, I told the Internet user to go record the, the telecast and put it on YouTube because I want to watch it again. He was really good, man. Yeah, he, he nailed it.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping Mario and Pemba learns from Dick Enberg well. Um Dick Dick Enberg uh, just just uh, lets it relax, unlike Mario and Pemba, like you pointed out. Uh, that that's why Enberg is uh is one of the best of all time.
2: Yeah, he was gre does the reason why he's in the hall of fame in the NFL, NBA, and Major League Baseball. He's really good at what he does. And he he paints a great picture. He's such a pro. He's like a... He's just so serene. And that's not what I like about Dick Enberg. Most announcers today are, are either cookie cutters or bland or just over the top. I mean, Enberg gives you a professional telecast. He he has that enthusiasm, but he's not going to also overdo it either. And that's what I liked about Dick. I mean... It was just a pleasure listening on the years, And a lot of Tigers fans loved him on the, on my Twitter page, and he was trending on Detroit Twitter. He was just so good, man. I mean, uh, maybe it's because I just hate Margaret so much that anybody's in the upgrade, but the Imberg, you know, I think you can still do it. But, you know, when you're, when you're at 80, the, the travel grind takes a lot out of you. I mean, he's going on the road a lot, so I think that takes a toll at that age. It's a young man's game, being an a play by play announcer every day. It's not you know, so that's what happened to Gimberg. But I think he could do this for the next six, seven years. He's really that good, Taylor. I mean I mean he was just excellent and I mean, I wish the game was not over. I, I, I mean, I quietly wanted to tie the race to tie it, only so I can hear more of Dick Inberg. And I hope Dick Inberg does some more games down the road because he was a treat to listen today.
1: You mentioned that uh, his uh, his age and his uh, and all of his road trips, uh, his uh, countless road trips throughout his career, taking a toll on, uh, uh, taking a taking a toll on him, and 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 then you, uh, and then you mentioned. And you also mentioned that uh, today he, you thought he still had a, had a lot in him. Um, yeah, he
2: still has a lot in him. But the point is that when you're traveling and everything, it it, it wears on your body. It just takes a toll on your brain and everything. Yes, he still has to the brain, it. But yeah. There's a reason why Vince Cully only does home games for the Dodgers telecast uh, in, in recent time, because you know he's not going to go on the road and travel. At the, at the age of 70, 80, it takes a hit on you
1: which uh which uh gives me a chance to reveal something maybe he uh, maybe his brain needed like a long time rest before uh getting back into the booth
2: yeah yeah i mean it's it's a lot of work being an answer is a lot of work it's not just calling the game you have to read the press notes you got to you know prepare the matchups you got to work with the analysts you got to know the trends you got to pay attention in I'll, I'll also give Dick Ember credit. He mentioned Sibre Metrics today, which was neat. He did talk about Sibre Metrics today. He did. Yeah. Which was neat. Because yeah. you, I mean, no way you don't hear announcers talk Sibre Metrics. Now, he doesn't. He didn't go to the extreme because, you know, let's face it, there are many baseball fans that won't understand Sibre Metrics still today. So, And, I mean, I know some parts of Cibre Metrics, but not that many either. I mean, I know OPS and RIP and some of the other things I know, but there's so much sabermetrics to remember, and sometimes it's grueling to to remember. I like to keep it simple. Let the general managers, you know, focus on the sabermetric parts and the staff. I mean, as a fan, I just want to know the basics because then you're going to drive yourself crazy.
1: Well, yeah, there's there's also a reason. That's also a reason why Mitch Fick of uh, the, the sports thing. Mitch Fick, the sports anchor uh, of uh, Fox Seventeen West Michigan in Grand Rapids, tweeted hashtag hire Dick Enberg.
2: <laughs> yeah, five hours ago. Yeah, well, mom was that bad. I mean, I mean, when I watch him, he's just like he just treats this as a job. At the end of the day, he just treats this as a job, and I noticed something, like. After every Tigers game, he goes straight to the commercial after the Tigers game. Immediately after the last out is made, there's a commercial. He signs off. I mean, come on. I just don't think Mario has a good feel for the game, and I don't think he likes working with Rod Allen either. And good, No offense to Rod Allen, but I'm glad Rod Allen did not work with Dick Enberg today because uh, you wanted to pair Dick Enberg with a quality analyst, and, and Kirk Gibson's that guy. I don't think he would have paired well with... Rod Allen, it just wouldn't fit. And first of all, Rod Allen
0: can't work with Mario and Pemba. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rod Allen
1: uh, just 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 has uh, thinner skin than Kirk Gibson, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, and uh, Mario and Pemba has thinner skin than uh, Dick Enberg. Th- Dick and Kirk have have thicker skin yeah. uh, it
2: was just than, than those, see those see. other two. It was fun to see those two men to act. It's just, it was just a pleasure. It was fun. You know, I didn't really think much about the game, to be honest with you. I was so into paying attention to what Dick was saying. And that's what a good announcer does, to make the game entertaining, to make the game not make like work, to make a great game not look like a game, just four hours of good entertainment. And that's what Dick Enberg has done in his career. He makes the game so fun.
0: Oh
1: yeah, that uh, he's he, yeah, Dick Enberg is uh, very exciting to listen to and uh, very educate, educative too. Yes.
2: It was a treat to listen, and I'm glad Tigers fans enjoyed it. I mean, I was so glad to take a day off from work just to listen to Dick this afternoon, and it was a pleasure, and it was an honor, and it was it's a privilege.
0: Oh oh yeah,
1: definitely, Dick Enberg is a god is one of yeah. is one of those gods, uh next to uh, Ernie Harwell and Vince Scully. Vince Scully is uh, still hasn't retired yet, but he'll he'll retire yeah, after I'm the sorry. end of the season.
2: Yeah, him and Enberg, yeah. I mean, you know, I hope the people in Southern California realize how good they have with Vince Scully and Dick Enberg because those announcers are not going to come anytime soon. Those guys don't grow on trees anymore. Most most announcers today are you know, corny or just boring or just cookie cutters. I mean, I mean, there's Dick Enberg and then there's Joe Buck. Oh boy, Joe Buck—he's terrible. Now, uh, Joe, how
1: is Joe? How is Joe Buck terrible? Uh, can you explain?
2: Okay, I don't think he has a feel for the game. I don't think he works hard enough. I I just don't. I think Joe Buck makes it a bigger moment as it is. I think he just goes over the top, and also he doesn't work well with analysis. Analysis at all. Analysts. He just does not work well with analysts at all.
1: Oh, okay.
2: I just, I mean, you can tell when an announcer is good when you when you feel a comfort level, when you feel like you're really enjoying. You can feel, you could tell when an announcer is good when you, when you're not paying attention to what the announcer is saying. You just let it flow, and that's the thing. Buck makes me want to react. and that's the thing. That's the, also another reason why I love Dick. Dick. He did not make me react. He didn't really make me want to say anything. He just I just paying attention. Listen, he did not lose me. And that's what makes it good. But Joe Buck, he just he just awful.
0: I I I see what you mean. Um, uh,
1: Tiger Tigers fans uh hated Joe Buck because he thought he th- he, he they think because they think that he ain't hate- he hates their team.
2: No, I don't think but, it's that. I don't think. I don't think Joe hates anybody. No, he doesn't. He's, good. he's just not good. That's all there is to it. He's he's a cookie cutter announcer, basically. And I think uh, he talks too much, too. By the way.
0: Oh, oh, does he? Oh, okay. Well, well, I don't, I don't think any of it bothers me. But
1: uh, I see what you're saying. Um, and
2: here's, and here's the thing. I noticed, that Joe Puck does not do regular season telecasts on Fox. He only does the World Series. If he's only just doing the World Series, give it to an announcer that has earned his way to do all the games on Fox. Just give it to the, another announcer, like Matt Registrian Rezer- Re- 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 or somebody else, you know?
1: Matt Fitzgerald? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I think. Um,
2: oh, get I, I think Stone. I would agree with that. Or get Don Orsillo or something, you know. Or get someone from Fox Sports Net, you know. I mean, get someone that's deserving. I mean, that's been doing this forever. I mean, nobody wants to listen to Joe Buck. He's just terrible. And I think most of his focus is on football more than baseball. I believe, yeah. I mean, he's just, I mean, I dread listening to Joe Buck. I mean, when the Mets played the Royals in the World Series, and listening to Joe Book, I felt like I wanted to hurl just to listen to this guy. I yeah, mean,
1: even it. Ryan even yeah. Ryan Schuling uh messaged me on Facebook and told me that most fans uh think mo- most fans uh think that that his tone of voice sound, sounds kinda like monotone. Yeah.
2: It's just you can tell that an announcer's really good that, enough. That's
1: another add. that's another additive.
2: Mm-hmm. You can just that tell we- an announcer. You can tell when an announcer group where you're comfortable with a guy, and that's where Dick Emberg's folksy style resonates with people. I mean, he doesn't talk down to you. He just calls it, and he has a good time. And he treats this as fun. Most announcers treat this as work. I mean, I understand it's a job, but in the meantime, you're getting paid to, to talk. I mean, how many people would love to have that in their resume? How many people would love to have that in their job? I mean, when you see people doing nine to five grinding jobs or working in construction or or being a firefighter or being a cop and do other things, and those are good jobs. but I bet you a lot of people would love to do announcing, and those what kind of bother me some most announcers. They just treat this as a job. they shouldn't because it's a great job. It's a job anybody would love to have and I bet you I would love to have it. I bet you people that work at fast food restaurants would love to try that but they don't have the gift. And I don't have the gift to do play-by-play. But, um, you know, that's why he even announces do the jobs. I just think they treat this as a job. Like Mario and
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah,
2: Which is worse?
1: My... Which is yeah. worse, Joe Buck or Mario and Pemba?
2: <laughs> Marion Because I, I don't think he likes his job. I, I just don't think he has fun doing games. I, I, I just don't think... Uh, I think
1: he takes himself too seriously, too. I know. Uh, I mean, he, he takes a lot of things too seriously,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and um, uh, and doesn't and uh, doesn't even
1: um, doesn't even do much homework. He just like he just likes to represent his team, but takes that seriously.
2: I mean, come on. Here's another reason why I love Dick. Dick mentioned about Justin Upton being booed today in, on the telecast. Do you think Marvin's is going to talk about it? Of course not. He will never talk about that because he's too scared to rip his employer. So he's not going to mention this type of stuff. Remember a couple of years ago with the Joe Nathan doing the middle finger with the fans? Ever noticed that Rod and Marvin never even talked about it? The
1: parade not The not exist. Yeah. Uh, not only Mario and and Rod Allen don't even not even talk about it. The the entire Fox Sports Detroit uh, uh, production crew even even uh, la- lays the camera uh, camera coverage off of it uh, by uh, or or uh, by accident or probably just flat out misses it. And and,
2: and, and he, he, they didn't even show off this being tossed the other night.
0: Man, I this this is another reason why Fox Sports Detroit is uh, just
1: boring and total and complete garbage. And they're, they're they're all thin skin and and they need help. They they take this they 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 they, 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 they like they like kill themselves for this team.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, it's and just,
1: regardless what goes on, they 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 don't even care. They don't they don't take their job seriously. They they take the team seriously, and and that's that's a major issue.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Tigers telecast is just humdrum. But you know, tomorrow we're going to get back to another boring one telecast. You know, and Mario will be unprepared as usual, and that's just the way it's going to be.
1: so I'm washing my hand here. Um, just like to to, to like, uh squash a mosquito. <laughs> yeah, it's mosquito season already. It's like day two of <laughs> mosquito season. Oh boy! Yeah, summer's around the corner.
2: Yeah, it's, it's starting to feel hot here now too. I mean, it's good to wear the t-shirt soon. But you know what? Let me talk about Michael Fulmer. You know. Yeah. The Tigers needed a start like this from him. He has been okay, but at some point up to five starts, you need to take it to another level. You need to show progress. you got to make improvements. you got to uh, take the next step. And today I thought Michael took the next step, and that's encouraging for him to throw seven innings. How many strikeouts he had? Eleven, right?
1: The Eleven, yep.
2: Yeah, good, good. Uh, he had 11 strikeouts. He gave up one on four hits in seven innings. He was excellent today. I mean, now he's not, he wasn't dominating or overpowering, but he did a good job. He was effective, and this is what you want to see from him. The important thing about this season is seeing Michael Fulmer grow into his job, grow into his role, and you want to see him develop into a very good start eventually. I mean, two, let's face it. The important part of the Tigers' season, seeing Daniel Norris and Michael Fulmer develop into starters, and right now Fulmer's doing a good job. To me, Fulmer has been the intriguing part of the season. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, I just, yeah, I just think Michael Fulmer needs to keep this up, uh, like he, like he performed today, mm-hmm. um, which was, which, which is like you pointed out, excellent. Uh, seven innings pitched. Uh, 11 strikeouts, just one walk, and just the one earned run. The, 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 there's nothing else to say about that. Just just keep it up. Uh, yeah. Jordan Sim Yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah but formal what do you think he has done overall? I think he's done okay. I mean, right, okay is not a bad thing for him because I didn't expect much out of him. I just want him to. job, and uh, yeah, he's done a good job, and you know, hopefully he'll stay in the rotation because I don't see how going to the minus is going to help him now, I just don't, he's got to grow in the majors, the only way he's going to do well in the majors is if he, he keeps pitching, and he's done that, and I think he's done a fair job, he's done enough to stay in the rotation for now, but if he performs well in the next five starts,
1: Right now, Fulmer's ERA overall is five thirteen. Well, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, you pointed out, out well. Fulmer overall has been okay, but today's but, performance was excellent. It's it's, it's it, it and it is a progress, like you also pointed out.
2: Well, too. I thought Daniel Norris did okay last year for the Tigers until he injured himself after hitting a home run at Wrigley Field. But you know, it's disappointing he got hurt and he hasn't pitched yet. I know he was pitching in Toledo, but I haven't. He needs to be starting and he's got to pitch better.
0: Oh, Anibal uh, Sanchez, you mean?
2: No, Daniel Norris. I haven't mentioned Daniel
1: Norris. Him. Okay, yep. Gotcha.
2: I mean, I I mean, I want to see, I was the one of the reasons why I was excited about this season was Daniel Norris. I want to see how far he has come. The fact that he's gotten hurt, it hasn't helped him.
0: I, 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 I know, yeah.
2: I mean, but that's why it's important that Fulmer keeps doing well. And hopefully Norris will be in the rotation soon enough. And because I don't want to watch Shane Green. Shane Green's a reliever at best. He's not a starting material. Okay, I don't want to watch Shane Green, but he doesn't appeal me. Green is a reliever at best. Fulmer at least can start, and you can see the potential. And uh, you know, to me, to the, he took a step up today. And it's about time he gave a performance like that. You don't want to just set up with being okay. You want to get better. And I hope this is a start of a good start for him. The start of a good run. And I'll tell you about Michael Fulmer. He's fearless. He attacks the strike zone. He he goes after hitters. You like to see that from your starter. And to me, my definition of a quality starter is giving up a one or less until seven innings. That's what I want, and not being jams. And today, that was what you saw out of Michael. Michael was excellent. Definitely. Uh, tomorrow's matchup, uh, Jordan
1: Zimmerman and Chris Archer, a uh, pitcher's duel, uh, Zimmerman is th- uh, six and two. Uh, Chris Archer is three and four. Uh, what what do we expect out of that matchup?
2: I gotta be honest with you. I'm not optimistic about the Tigers hitting Chris Archer because they haven't had great pitchers all year. Outside of Jose Fernandez, they haven't hit anything well against a great pitcher this year. I mean, they struggled against Drew Smiley until the seventh inning when James can't homer and then to take the lead along with. Cameron may have been uh, giving the Tigers a one-looking lead, too. But, yeah, I'm not that optimistic. If this, you know, got by against Drew Smiley, I'm not sure how they're going to do well against Chris Archer. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not that optimistic. You know, the hope is that Zimmerman matches Chris Archer, and then hopefully the Tigers can get to the belly of the raised bullpen.
0: Um.
1: Uh, I, I, I see. Yep.
2: Uh, I mean, yeah. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm just calling the way I see it.
1: That's fine. It's it's the Michigan sports truth. Yep. Uh,
2: yeah. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I want the Tigers to win here because you win tomorrow, you win six out of seven. You keep. You're going to be one game below the 500, and you're moving up in the standings. With the Royals playing the White Sox, Tigers need to gain games. They they can't fall behind against Kansas City and Chicago. So this weekend is important. They need to win tomorrow, and that's why today was very important.
1: Definitely, um, we are we don't have any listeners at the moment, which means I I think we should wrap this
2: up. Yeah, uh, let me just let me just talk several more topics quickly. Uh, Kevin Maben, he has played so well, is not he? I mean, oh yeah. He did oh, it again. He gives three for four. Three four again, four, three for four, and he gave a one nothing lead with a home run, and um, he just continues to get on base. I mean, he's batting six forty seven. He has. Um,
1: did you check out his OPS? It's like
2: it, it's, it's like 1,028, right? One one point over one point five. Wow. Well, he's done well, and you know what? He's, he's good to be the AL. Play. He's good he's be the one, AL. Player of the week. He's he's one point
1: five zero eight. His yeah. average, his batting average is six forty seven.
2: That's crazy. And he has what three hits All right? two thirds? Actually, four hits. Yeah. yeah. He's done. He's been done great, and you know he's got four hits, three stolen bases, and. You know, he's making the most of his opportunities, playing with confidence, and he's getting playing time. You've got to ride the rave. And right now, I hope it never ends for him. And here's the thing. I think the one thing going for Cameron, there's no pressure on him that he can do well with no pressure on him. I think when he came up in the majors, there was, he had to develop into a franchise player, a player to build around. And, you know, I think not of the pressure is off on him, he can just do his job. Like I told you last night, players, it takes time for players to develop. up. I mean, you can't expect them to, you know, grow up quickly. It's not – baseball a hard game to play. Um, Brian let me jump,
0: yeah. yeah, let me
1: jump on another thing. Um, Justin Upton went over for 4 again. Um, do you think Stephen Moyer should uh, uh, play left field o- along with Cameron Maven and J.D. Martinez? Tomorrow afternoon at one ten.
2: Yes, because I don't want him facing Chris Archer, and I think I feel Upton should take some days off because he's got to clear his mind. I'm glad he's playing through it. I'm glad he's working hard, but he's just not producing right now. Because
1: the uh, because the Tigers sent Jose Iglesias when he was on that one for seventeen slump, and Iglesias is still is
2: still hitless.
1: He went over three today. He's now oh, batting yeah. two twenty with a five forty OPS. He struck out just once, but that was it.
2: Yeah, he's been terrible. Jose, he really has been terrible. Play. Taylor, I mean, he's he's got to be better than he has showed, and he has been awful.
1: The Tigers need a new a new backup
2: shortstop. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what has happened to Jose this year. He played well last year, but I I'm, I'm stunned about his struggles. I'm not stunned with Justin Upton's because he's a strikeout machine. You know he's going to strike out during a game. He's That's
1: a free just... swinger.
2: Yeah, Upton's a free swinger. He's, he's just not... a whole hit or a bust. That's Justin Upton, and you deliver it. But at some point, uh, there has to be an end game. He's got to be better than he has showed. I mean, this is awful.
1: Yeah, J.D. Martinez almost went hitless again today until he uh,
2: until he
1: stayed pa- until he stayed patient, which was which, was a, which is what I was talking about. Uh, what, what I was almost talking about earlier tonight, uh, he, when he hit that two-run homer to make it five to one, it, my point is it takes more patience at the plate to hit well. You can't just keep on free swinging, because chances are you're going to strike out more times if if you're a, if you're a free swinger. But,
3: if, yeah, I, I don't care if
1: you're. I don't even care if you're Justin Upton or JD Martinez or Jose Iglesias or even Miguel Cabrera or Ian Kinsler any one of those those hitters in, in the lineup. It
2: could be anybody. Listen, as much as Miguel has struggled lately, I think he's figured it out now, at least you're getting good at bats from him. You and when he was struggling. Often, he's just throwing he's swinging every pitch. I mean, it's starting to become a running joke.
1: Which leads me to, to another thing. Skill hitting. I mean, Sometimes when you hit the hit a line drive, it goes right right to an infielder or an outfielder. Uh, I, I'm thinking, where's the skill in that thing? You, you have to hit. You have to try to use your put your mind into it and hit it past the fielders, past the infielders, past the outfielders, not right at them.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: uh... it, it's a mental it's a mental game, not just not just hitting the ball hard,
2: right? Absolutely, and I don't know what I mean. Justin, I just don't think he listens to anybody either. He's in his own mind, you know. He's in his own world. He easily has a mind of his own. He'll keep swinging, and just you know. Well, Miguel, Miguel yeah,
1: Cabrera is a skill hitter, and so is Victor Martinez. Right now, they're just they're just not finding the skill. They oh, they need wow. to they, they need to start finding it again and keep finding it again. From there on out.
2: Yeah. That's absolutely. simple. Yeah, I agree. And I they agree can do me, it. Taylor. Yeah, well, you know, somebody told me the other day, that once the weather gets nicer, the Tigers will start heading. And hopefully that will be the case. I mean, now we're going to head to the summer soon. So hopefully that will start going. But, you know, you, you would like to see them play well in the cold weather too because – uh you know, uh, because let's face it, the playoff games in September is going to be cold, too. So they got to figure it out in the cold. But hopefully they'll get something going when the weather gets warmer, Taylor. Right. Plus, like just Justin Upton, he's got to figure it out because he's just frustrating to watch. I mean, to see him strike out every game. Yeah. It, he it he needs
1: to redevelop. He well, needs he to needs. redevelop.
2: Yeah. And you know what? He's getting booed by the fans now. I mean, people yeah. pointed it out today. Uh, you know, I know Dick Enberg is uh, giving encouragement to Justin Upton on the telecast, but I, I think yeah.
1: I, I think I think the Tigers should hire Dick Enberg back on Fox Sports Detroit if if uh, they if he still has it in him. I think he still has it in him, and uh, I think I think Dick Dick Enberg should apply. Um, <laughs> it's so, unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Mario and Pema has like like almost a decade left in his in his in his washed up contract.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh yeah. So yeah, um uh you know. you know, uh yeah, unfortunately we're gonna be stuck with Mario. I mean unfortunately we're stuck with Mario, and unfortunately we're gonna listen to the radio. You know, I listen on the radio more sometimes than listening on T V because I can't stand Mario. You know, when I had the baseball package last year TV. you know what I did I had the radio package too, so when the Tigers were on the road, I would always listen to Rod and uh, I would listen to Dan and Mario, uh, Dan, no not Mario, Dan and Jim, and I love Jim Spider. he's funny Hey Lewis, how's it going? Hey
3: Taylor,
2: I'm going to, to get going, man. What's that? Taylor? Taylor, I got to get yeah. going, my mother needs to use the phone, I'll talk to you Monday, okay?
4: Oh, okay. And yep. guys, still too late to get in, hey, I'm, I'm back.
2: Yeah, I'll talk yep. to you Monday. Oh, Have yep. a good weekend,
1: Taylor. See, see you, Leslie. Yep. Right see ya. Hey, hey, Lois, how's
4: it going? All right, just I just got back about ten minutes ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, Leslie and I are having just another long, another long chat. Um, yeah. Uh, I I start I started this alone by uh, going over the uh, by uh, recapping the game. Um, mm-hmm. Going over the statistics, um, I, I went over the scores, but I forgot to do the standings.
3: <laughs>
4: oh, Uncle, I'm, I'm here. Just let me uh, redo my computer because I just lost connection for a brief second. But that's no problem because I know how to do it. All
0: right.
1: Yeah, just a just a little. Uh... Well, we got a we got a scoring update here. The Dodgers lead the Padres two to one in the bottom of the seventh with a man on second and nobody out. Still runless between the Orioles and Angels in Anaheim, a man on first and and one out in the top of the seventh. Top uh, of the seventh, okay. I, I actually, let me read read the standings uh, real quick. I, I I gotta get I gotta get this wrapped up here. Oh, uh, yeah. I apologize for this. Uh, right. Tigers twenty and twenty two in fourth place. Uh, Rays. Third place, twenty and twenty in the AL East. Uh, the AL Central looks like this: the White Sox, twenty-five and eighteen; the, the Indians, twenty-two and eighteen; the, the Royals, twenty-two and twenty; the Tigers, twenty and twenty-two; and the Twins, uh, a horrible eleven and thirty-one. <sighs> the AL East looks like this: the, the Baltimore Orioles, twenty-five and fifteen; the Boston Red Sox, twenty-six and seventeen; the Tampa Bay Rays, twenty and twenty; the Yankees, twenty and twenty-two; and the and the Toronto Blue Jays of all teams. In fifth place in the AL East, except they're 21 and 24, which is not terrible. The AOS looks like this the Seattle Mariners, 25 and 17, the Texas Rangers, 24 and 19, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, 19 and 23, the Oakland Athletics, 19 and 25, the Houston Astros, 17 and 27. Over to the National League in the NL East, the Washington Nationals, 26 and 17, the New York Mets, 24 and 18, the Philadelphia Phillies, their, the Tigers' next opponent in another three game series 24 and 19 the Miami Marlins 22 and 20 and the Atlanta Braves 12 and 30 just a game ahead of the Minnesota Twins the the Chicago Cubs in the in the NL Central 29 and 12 the Pittsburgh Pirates 23 and 19 the St. Louis Cardinals 23 and 20 the Milwaukee Brewers 18 and 25 and the Reds 15 and 28 after losing again the M's and the NL West, uh, the San Francisco Giants 26-19 beating the Cubs 5-3. Uh, the Colorado Rockies 21 and 21, the Dodgers 21 and 22, the Diamondback, the Arizona Diamondbacks 20 and 25, and the San Diego Padres 18 and 25 going into tonight's game. Hey, um, I got some
4: articles that I like to share if we have time. Uh, sure. There, there are no, there will not be a repeat in the Triple Crown this year. Exaggerator is an extrigator. Won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, yeah, Nyquil, uh, I reported that, didn't I? I think Nyquil uh, lost. Nyquil. Nyquil. <laughs> yeah. Nyquil. I know. I call it Nyquil. Just, just as a joke. Right. Um, right. Right. Yeah, but there was um, in the midst of that, there was a bit bit of a tragic news that the. Um, racetrack, as two horses died earlier. Um, oh,
1: man.
4: Yeah, one died from... Um, a c- horse died from a cardiovascular uh, disease, and there was no one died from... Um, had to be euthanized after a broken leg.
0: Man. That was yes, yeah, th- Tragic.
4: Yeah, well, and it was also a, ri- a rainy um, track. It was and the jockey of the... Um, yeah, here's here's the story right here. Um, it was homie, homie boy Chris. He won that race on a rain track, then collapsed and died on his walk back to the barn and suffered a cardiovascular collapse. Oh. Uh, paramedemia was euthanized after breaking her leg, broke down around the turn, and tumbled to the ground, and the jockey Daniel Centurio was thrown on the turf.
1: Oh, oh uh, my!
4: Yeah, so it was not a great it was not a great day on the track. Even though you know they had the race, um, I found something else interesting here uh, concerning Major League Baseball. There could be new rules next season. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but of course they still need approval. Um, yeah. One is to raise the lower part of the strike zone to the top of the batter's knees. Currently, the zone is starting at the kneecaps. Second change, and I'm, this is a welcome change, to finally once and for all rid of the intentional walk, which I think is the most boring part of baseball. I mean, it is just—I mean, that's what even slows up the game. So they're looking to uh, to uh, Are they getting not, rid of it? Oh, I sure hope so. But
1: oh they
4: still need it still needs approval from the players committee and to bring it up as part of the collective arguing disagreement i mean collective bargaining agreement uh the current one ends in december so um we'll have to wait and see on that uh ara is not returning until next week with his injury uh the blues beat the sharks uh, 6 to 3 and my girlfriend'll be happy about that um, those of you that follow MLS, I do. We had a, we had a battle for bragging rights today. We had the Red Bulls of New York against the New York, uh, football club, NYFC, and the Red Bulls just annihilated NYFC by a score of 7 to zip. And that game was televised on Fox, the first, uh, network, uh, soccer game in about four years. NBC had uh, the had it for uh, three years, and it was taken off for a while. But they now have uh, four games this season on the network itself. Playoffs yet to be determined. And let's oh, see. All right. Yeah, uh, selected Saturdays so though, not consecutive.
1: But selected.
4: Right, uh, you know, sp- uh, scattered around, not consecutive. It's scatterbrained. Gotcha. You know, like one, one here and one like uh, three weeks later or four weeks later. You get the idea.
1: It just depends on it,
4: right? Well, I I read the schedule yesterday. I'm like, and I, I was, I was actually relieved. I'm like, wow, soccer back on network TV. There is a good guy right. after all. Um, uh, <laughs> so these Sharks and Blues series now tie at two, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. We have a series, and yeah, the Blues
1: absolutely rock the Sharks.
4: Six goals, yeah. And for those of you NBA nuts like me, the Raptors just beat up the, the Cavaliers ninety nine eighty four. I am not a happy camper, and I know someone else is not a happy camper right now.
1: Right? Yes, um, Betty. Yeah that that's their that's their first playoff loss this season. Right, Cavaliers. It, it, it had to happen sometime, but it's uh, true. Okay, um over to the-, the Raptors are a contender.
4: And yet they weren't one they yet they weren't one when they had Vince Carter. Hmm, Amazing. I know, right? 'Cause that was that was you know, he was the team.
1: You know, cause Warriors and Oklahoma City Thunder, uh game three tomorrow night. I think it's at eight or nine. Eight eight o'clock. Uh, that that's on uh TNT. TNT. Yep, TNT. TNT
4: has the West. Um, over to golf of the Byron Nelson classic,
1: Brooks. Oh, by the way, the uh by the way in the NHL, the uh Lightning and Penguins are tied at two games apiece. Yep. Game five of that series is in Pittsburgh tomorrow night at eight on NBCSN. Mm-hmm. Mike Emmerich and Eddie Olchuk and Pierre McGuire are all there. Eddie Olchuk is uh Getting getting back to Pittsburgh from the Preakness Stakes to join Doc and Pierre.
4: I'm gonna ask a I'm gonna ask a question. I know this is kind of I know this is kind of stupid to say, but what is a guy who does hockey you know who's hockey doing in horse racing? I mean you know he's he's a hockey guy. Maybe he's or, false, or this part maybe
1: his network contract. just a. He has a network contract, and he likes doing them both. And, and uh, there, I don't, I don't see any problem with that.
4: No, I just find it a little. weird. He's a weird.
1: multitasker. He's, he's uh. very professional.
4: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't have anything wrong with that, but I just, I just found it a little weird. Uh huh. Well, then again, with me, I do three radio shows, so, um, so I guess uh, that makes me kind of a multitasker as well. Right. Yeah, because I do, you know, on an average I do uh, six to eight shows a week now.
1: Oh wow! Including
4: a double header on Tuesday.
1: Unbelievable.
4: My local Man. show here, then you at ten thirty on Tuesdays, and the other stuff. And Sunday I have off, because I remember
1: on the seventh day he rested. <laughs> yeah, because the Tigers uh, had. Had had that day off. They're, they're having another Thursday off. Correct. And
4: uh, Brooks do so, no
1: show on that day either.
4: Right. Brooks Koepka is a one stroke lead over Jordan Spieth going into the final round tomorrow.
1: The uh, yeah, and the AT and T Byron Nelson. Byron Nelson
4: Classic. At least Spieth Byron. is now getting back on track. I mean, because the past few weeks he's been horrible. I mean, ever since that Uh collapse of the Masters, he's not been the same.
1: Jordan Spieth? Yeah. Yeah. That's understandable.
4: Yeah, I mean, well, we all have our meltdowns.
1: Yeah, that's true.
4: Yeah, and Jaguars rookie, I I think I mentioned last night, but Jalen Ramsey has a small meniscus tear. Ouch. It's a small one, though, so it's, you know, it's not like it's, you know, earth-shattering or devastating, so I'm sure he's going to be okay.
0: Gotcha. Anything else?
4: Yeah. Uh, just a quick look here, because it's, you know, late, and you never know what kind of news comes up, um, during the midnight hour. Uh, ooh, ooh, just bounce him here. Okay. All right, um... Cubs Justin Hayward out 3 to 5 days with a contusion near his rib and hip. Luckily, he's only going to be oh, out yeah. 3 to 5 days. Um just three to five days. Yeah, and the MRI showed no significant damage. That's good. He says I'm feeling better. Well, if you say so. Well, because um the Cubs are just, just, uh, Cubs are doing, you know, phenomenally well this season.
1: Just yeah, just uh just stay that way. That's it.
4: Yeah, I mean, don't don't be a choke artist like you did, um, you know, last year. Oh, did you cover Boston-Cleveland? Because I have it here: uh, boston uh, annihilated Cleveland nine to one. Yep, I did. Uh, uh, well, that's that's bad news for me. Ugh. No kidding. I I am not I am not a Red Sox fan. I never will be. No. You know what the You know what the worst part was in the in the '86 World Series? Who do I want to lose more? the Mets or the Red Sox?
1: The Red Sox.
4: Probably. I mean, cuz I'm not a Mets fan either. I got a weird story to tell you. We you got we got a minute and a half. Sure. I was I was in Shea Stadium. Now, this was way back in the old days. Let me take you back in time. Sure. July 1989, a hot a hot summer and it was But that morning it rained, and I mean rained and it was one of those weekends where the yankees and the mets were both playing at home rare as it was at the time it still was i was in long island and i was with uh, was with a summer program in uh, new york tech so we decided to take a vote on uh, to go see the yankees or to go see the mets A uh, mets and i think also considering how close chase diamond was the Central Ice Lift. They voted to go to to go to Shea. Well, I'm not going to be happy, but uh, what the hell? So we arrive at Shea. We're in our seats on board on my gorda in front of 50,000 people. It's hotter than you can ever imagine. And from out of nowhere, somebody spills the somebody spills their beer and gets, gets the shower.
0: Oh man, me
4: yes. And I'm thinking this. T- I'm thinking when I was in the game, what happened? How this guy was a Yankee fan? I have no idea. Because Mets
1: fans can smell Yankee fans. We are now tied. Uh, the Dodgers and Padres have, have now are now tied at two. Uh, sacrifice fly.
3: Hmm.
4: Well, oh, get this! Joe Kelly had a no-hitter going into the seventh after his return from the DL, and Cleveland only had two hits.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And Jackie Bradley Jr. now goes to 26 games with a hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jack Jackie Bradley's on fire. Yeah. Too Cameron Maven's also on it. Cameron Maven's also on a hitting streak. Too bad. it's bats at Red Sox, though. Yeah. Right. You know, Jackie Bradley Jr.? 26 games with the hits. That was, uh, mm-hmm. um, Amerista, how, how, how i like to say, Amarista, or Amarista, however the hell that
4: was? I think it depends on the accent. I'm saying Amarista, say Amasta. Uh, Termino, tomato. Amar, Amar
1: Amarista, that's how it's spelled, actually. Amadeus? Um, no. Oh. <laughs> He drove. He drove in uh, Derek Norris ah. on that sacrifice fly to left. Yes. Face Thompson made that catch.
4: Curry says his elbow is fine and practices without the without the
1: sleeve. All right. The Angels yeah. just t- the Angels just took a one nothing lead hmm. on um on an on an RBI single by Yunel Escobar scoring Gregorio Petit hmm. with. On a one-one pitch with two out. Um. Um,
4: News concerning the Lakers: Brian Shaw is going to join the Lakers coaching staff as Luke Walton's assistant head coach, associate associate head coach. Ah, I see. It was assistant under a uh, was assistant under Phil Jackson, and was previously hired as coach at the Denver Nuggets, but was fired in the middle of the past season. After an anemic 56 and 85 record in two years. Oh uh, yeah. I don't remember, you know, like Denver was really being like a powerhouse team even when they had, you know, some of their top players. They were they were never
1: really a never really a great team at all. No. Not to, uh, not to my knowledge. No. UNL Escobar is on second. Was on second until uh, the, before. Um, Cole Calhoun drew a walk on a on five on five pitches. Now Mike Trow is at bat. One and one is the count. The ball straight count. Warley is on the mound. The Angels just scored their run on an RBI single. Uh, elbow elbow music there. Two and one.
3: Yeah. Uh
1: oh, we got another injury here.
3: Blues wow.
4: captain David Back, uh, Backs was injured in game four in the Backus. victory over Bacchus with an undisclosed injury. And we played five minutes and 34 seconds and sat on the bench the rest of the game. Oh, great. You don't want to get injured come playoff time, you know, especially, you know, deep into it now. Um, also, another in- injury to, to mention here, Penguins... Uh, Trevor Daly exit early, he did like so, have an update on defenseman Trevor Daly, who left an apparent leg injury after last night's game and a 4-3 loss. It's a lower body injury, uh, no further information at this time, but maybe they'll get some more by tomorrow. And Canada beat the U.S. in the semis in the world championships. Oh, great. Yeah, I was I was chatting with somebody um earlier and said and this person was watching and I uh where can I find it? Oh it's only on uh TSO. oh it's only in Canada? Oh no wonder I couldn't see it. Jeff Moss was
1: not guest two, so um I was I was so uh guest two was just some other jack that was just messing with me, uh threatening threatening to remove me from the D S R page. He was pretending to be Jeff Moss. Uh yeah, Jeff Moss just uh, privately messaged me on Facebook. He said, "No, someone messing with you. I have no problem with your show." Oh man, that, what what a relief! Yes. Oh man, after
0: all that, that right before I right before I started the show, uh, I
1: I thought uh, I read a comment from guest two, TP. <laughs> quit copying my shtick or I will remove you from the DSR page. I, and I thought that was Jeff Moss. I apologized ahead of time, mm-hmm. but um, but now I now I get the private message from Jeff that he, he said, no, it wasn't him. Someone, someone was messing with me, and Jeff has no problem with, with my show. So we can all disregard that, though. Right. Holy smoke, I had a bit of a heart attack
0: yeah but anyway um anyway Angels have
1: uh the uh, Angels still lead one nothing uh, Mike Trout is is about to about to uh have a nine pitch at bat here nine plus pitch at bat he's gone through eight pitches and uh three straight foul balls Previously, after uh, the count filled up, but three balls and two strikes. Trout was one for three going in, into this at, into this lengthy at bat. He's he's hitting three twenty three going into it. Struck out once. Uh, left left two men on base. Albert Pujols is uh, .0 for three. He's coming up to bat. Mike Trout just walked with two out and the and the bases loaded now. Kuhls is over three. No walks, no strikeouts. He he has left four men on base. He's hitting two twenty four going into going into this plate of, this plate appearance here. Dodgers and Dodgers and Padres head to the top of the eight.
0: Still nodded at a deuce apiece. Hmm. Hernandez. Foul's one off, one and two against Butcher. So a nine pitch plate appearance by Mike Trout results in a walk on a full
1: count. Angels are threatening to add add to their one nothing lead somehow. It's a very difficult lead to hold too. Oh yeah. Definitely.
4: I've seen it time and time again, you know, one nothing I mean it's easier to hold a nothing nothing
0: tie than a one nothing lead. Right. Yeah, I've seen that happen all too often. Right, it's that that's been one heck of a game, hasn't it? Yeah. one out in San Diego uh, top 8 Dodgers return home to play the uh struggling Cincinnati Reds Monday at 10
1: on MLB Network Indians at Red Sox tomorrow at one thirty on M- on MLB Network Salazar versus Porcello former Tiger. Uh, Danny Salazar versus Rick Porcello. Uh, Brad Brock replaces Vance Worley on the mound to to uh, take on Albert Pujols. Brock has a 123
0: ERA going into this appearance. Uh, it's a two-hour show. This, the show started at 11.00 p.m., so we have plenty
1: of time, Yes, Lewis. For all you night owls out there. Yep.
4: I always like to think of us as the last word people hear before you go to bed.
1: That's right. Uh, if, anybody
3: that's
1: else, a, if, if anybody's quite agree with me. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's the seventh inning. Quite a low strike uh, taken by Albert Pujols. He must He must not have agreed there, but uh, <laughs> we can't see it on the TV because – and MLB Network is showing the Dodgers and Padres instead. uh gets a piece of one down the middle, foul ball. Two strikes on on Pujols. the former, the one, the uh,
0: one plus time World Series champion. And Pooh Holst is uh, gonna end the inning here with by not by not driving anyone in.
1: So Pooh Holst is, is now gonna be old for four, leaving seven men on base. He grounded out to short. His his average is now two twenty two.
0: Hmm. Unbelievable. Pujols yeah. uh it's probably aging a bit. He's getting old. Um so am I. <laughs> yeah, uh, a decade and a half of uh, experience. So after after seven, it's still one nothing. Angels. They 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 just
1: scored their run on a on an RBI single by Yunel Escobar, who took second on the throw to home. Mm-hmm.
4: um it broke the tie.
1: Um, Dodgers and Padres?
4: Angels and Orioles. It's now one nothing Angels.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was calling uh, uh yeah yeah I was uh, describing it play by play style. I I just I just mentioned uh, like the second time that um UNL Escobar with the RBI single I dropped my phone. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep.
3: Yeah, it's here.
1: I got it. So, yeah,
0: I see that, but, uh, yeah, I, I have it covered already.
4: Fox is doing a new series about a about, about baseball drama and it's called Pitch and
0: it's going to be this year. Uh, I guess Simon's just um, now giving me a brain cram. Uh, just another clown that that uh, wants to uh, mentally impose his will. I guess guess seven is uh, probably late. So we head to the top of the eighth. Uh Pedro Alvarez. Pedro Alvarez strikes out swinging on five pitches. Jonathan Scoop is now at the dish, batting from the right side. He's over two. Seven home runs thus far. Struck out once tonight. No walks. Apparently like uh, a sacrifice bunt no, no, there's no
1: sacrifice Um uh, Just three hits by the Orioles, eight hits by the Angels. Two quick strikes on him, a swing and a miss, and a, and a foul ball.
0: Uh, just, just the two at bats. This is, this is only his third. A, um, Sad. Well, oh, what's going on, Lewis? Well, I found out that um, Joe Tory was part owner of
4: Homeboy Chris, one of those two horses that died um, in the pre race. Oh, my. That makes it yeah. worse. Uh,
0: what a day this has been. Jonathan Scoop just struck out swinging, two up, two down.
1: Um, Guest 8 is asking, uh, why you and Leslie, uh, have the same username in New Jersey. I, 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 I actually, we, we all know that, uh, you're both from the same area, but, um, right. it kind of, it kind of bo- bothers Guest 8, um, and, and, um, he, he thinks that, uh, you two should have, uh,
0: different usernames. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry that I'm sorry that that bends him. Well, at least uh, you're the one that came up with it first.
1: But um, yeah, I think I think the both of you should come up with your own username instead of like the location. Uh, right. Ryan uh, ha has uh, his username is Central Michigan, and uh, a couple people. Uh...
4: Well, why don't you say I'm from north from northern New Jersey.
1: Northern New Jersey, yeah. Northern, yeah, they're both Yeah, you're both from Northern New Jersey, but um I think I think it's I think it's only fair that uh, every everyone should uh yes should uh you know change their username to uh their own names or whatever. All right. Whatever they want.
4: Well, uh, I have a, I have a nickname I go by from my organization. I call myself Brother Louis.
3: Uh
0: huh. Yeah, that's a nickname that I that was adapted.
4: It's also the name of a song back in the 70s. Oh my God, my that old?
1: Uh,
0: guest date is uh, now uh, going back to this uh, thing between me and Moss. Jeff Moss had nothing to do with this. Yeah, I get it. Uh, wait a second. Is there, is there one? Uh, wait, there's – that's – there are two outs, not one.
1: Oh, wait. Jonathan Scoop st- struck out on a wild pitch, or pass ball, rather. Scoop struck out on a on a pass ball and took first base. So Scoop is on first base with one out instead of two
0: out, and base is empty. Um, Flaherty is now up, is now up, Got a one-two count on him. Ryan Flaherty, the third baseman, ball in the dirt, two and two, blocked by Jet Bandy,
1: the Angels catcher for tonight.
0: Five hundred average,
1: just one homer and one army, and I just, just, uh, uh
0: probably just two at-bats. I'm not sure, but, uh, at-bats. Advanced batting extensible. Yeah, yeah, just two. Just two at-bats. Mm-hmm. His OPS is 2, 2.500. <laughs> Ryan Flaherty struck out swinging, But uh, Jet Bandy,
1: uh, an OPS of 2.500.
0: Can you imagine that? <laughs> just yeah. Just two bats. Now here's a strike on the outside corner to Joey Ricard.
1: Four homers, 11 RBIs. He's 0 for 3 tonight. Struck out twice. His average is 263 going into this one. Foul ball, strike,
0: strike two. Yeah. One
4: other note: I was watching the game earlier this afternoon. Um, it was a F.A. Cup that was on Fox. And Manchester U beat the Crystal Palace 2-1 to one in extra time. Their 12th title.
0: Nice.
1: Good game. Justin Thompson, uh, Justin Thomas, Justin Thomas at bat for the Dodgers. Top nine. Fernando, former Tiger Fernando Rodney on the mound for the San Diego Padres. Foul ball, 1-2 and two on Thomas. A former Tigers closer, I may, I
0: may add. Uh huh. Okay. Now it's two and two on Thomas. Two and two on Ricard in Anaheim. Tied at two, Dodgers and Padres, one nothing Angels leading the Orioles
1: top eight. Tied at two top nine in, in San Diego. Three and two, the pitchers outside. Well outside according to the according to the Fox tracks uh, the Nissan Fox
0: tracks K Zone. Mm-hmm. Foul ball by Ricard. Still two and two. Just missed that one. That was right down the pipe. Just about three-two from Rodney is low and outside for ball
1: four. A lead-off walk drawn by Thomas, issued by Fernando Rodney.
0: Start the ninth inning in San Diego. Fernando Rodney has uh, 17 strikeouts. Ryan Butcher for San Diego has 31 strikeouts. And uh, the Orioles will be retired. The Orioles side will be
1: retired here. Because swings, swings at one just a little off the inside corner. A little too close to take. He had to, he had to protect the corner in case it was called a strike. It was a soft ground ball to second base Johnny Giovatella to
0: Cron uh, for the third out at first base. Yeah. The 1-0 pitch to uh, Marwin to uh, Adrian Gonzalez is a strike on the outside corner, 1-1. Um, uh, I think Dick
1: Enberg uh, did a great job. I thought Dick Enberg did a, did a better, did a much better job than Mario. Have a, a double play turn here, four six three by the San Diego Padres. failed Fernando Rodney out at least for now. Two out, bases empty, still tied at two. So Dick still has it, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Even uh, Mitch Fick. At mc Fit, the uh, uh, a sports anchor from uh, Fox 17 West Michigan in Grand Rapids said ah. uh, uh, said on Twitter, hashtag hire Dick Enberg. Yeah, but he says he wants. I to. I agree
3: with it.
4: I would too, but he says he wants to retire this year. He wants to retire.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is 80 years old. I respect him. Yeah. Yeah, I respect him. I respect him. I respect his decision. Yeah.
4: Had a, he's had a great long career. I also caught him doing some um, other stuff um, besides um, doing Play life play because he also did
0: a sports trivia show back in the old days. Ah, I see. Ba- back in the '70s,
4: uh, yeah, you weren't you weren't around yet. But he he did a trivia uh, sports show called uh, All Star Sports Challenge. Oh yeah, this is way back before you were born.
0: Oh uh, yep. Yeah, Dick was still fairly young. I mean, we're talking when I was a kid.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, let's see, NFL
4: prospects for a potential move to Vegas market says that Robert Kraft uh, says he supports the idea of the Raiders moving to Vegas. Yeah, we'll
1: we'll see. Trace Thompson at that.
0: For the Dodgers, he's one for three with a two-run home run in the seventh inning. Uh, the Padres uh, opened the scoring
1: with one run in the sixth. Dodgers uh, on Trace Thompson's two-run jack in the top of the seventh took a two-one lead, and the, then the Padres tied it up at two in the seventh in the bottom of the seventh. Both teams have four hits
0: each uh the dodgers one air the padres none dj cron just flyed out to uh right field right fielder mark,
1: mark trumbo one up one down you have a tele up now
0: called strike right down the pipe you gotta get that bat going on a, on a 14 fastball come on Wait a minute. What just happened here? A ground ball that, uh, meanwhile in San Diego, a ground ball hit by uh,
1: Trace Thompson. Bouncer right back, uh, right in front of the catcher. He, uh, and and the catcher hits hits the runner with
0: the, with the throw that's got to be a throwing error should not it oh yeah
1: no it's not it didn't hit the runner it the first Ooh. baseman dropped it whoops so it's got to be an error on the first baseman Do you have a telegram out to the third 5-3 put out two up two down in Anaheim, bottom um, eight, Angels
0: lead the Orioles, one nothing. And I think, um, wait a second. Now they're going to call it an out. They're going to call it an out. Trace Thompson was off the base pass. That's why the first baseman dropped it. Uh, the first baseman was um, Myers. Will Myers.
1: He's got seven home runs and 17 RBIs, four stolen bases,
0: a two hundred sixty two batting average, a seven twenty three OPS, must be his second year. Because in his career, he's got 20 stolen bases. Oh, wait, this is his first year. That, no, a, that's not his first year. No, this is his fourth year in the
1: majors. Only 20 stolen bases have... <laughs> Only 16 stolen bases after the first his first
0: three years. After his first three years of his career. <laughs> That's a bit low. Hmm. 117 RBIs through the first three years of his career. 17 RBIs this
1: year. Twenty seven home runs to the first
0: three years. He's got thirty four total in his career. BJ Upton, but hang a second Melvin Upton, Jr. rather.
1: Melvin Upton Jr. He's a left fielder as well. Kind of like Justin Upton. One and two on him. How
4: many Uptons are there in baseball? <clears throat> wow,
1: there are three Uptons in major league baseball. And no, I'm not talking about Kate Upton. He's a, she's uh, uh she's engaged with uh Justin Verlander, Justin the Verlander. one of the starting pitchers of the Detroit Tigers. Yes. He's got a good taste. No Still one of our aces. Um uh, but when I was talking about the other two, Justin Upton and B J Upton.
0: Yeah. They're brothers, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Melvin Upton is a is a different then. Is a different Upton
1: thing.
4: Yeah. 'Cause uh that,
1: there's a called strike three on a two two
0: pitch. Melvin Upton doesn't agree with it. Umpire is looking at. Um, you know, that was on the outside corner. I think one of them also played for Baltimore one time. The pitch was right on the corner of the of the strike zone, the lower outside corner of the strike zone. So it was still in there. That was a, that was a strike. It also curveball too, that's the that's the best part. And you can hit that. Don't tell me you can't. You can. Mhm. And the French Open begins uh, early uh, later today at 9 a.m. Uh huh. Golf of tennis is tennis's second major of the year. Norris just struck out. Derek Norris, that is. Struck out swinging on the third pitch. It's three straight pitches. Now batting 178. One one for four with a run score. He struck out twice. Coaching visit to the mound here. Brett Wallace, the third baseman, is up. Blanton is on the mound. Joe Blanton, that is. He's 2-2 with a 320 ERA. Going into this appearance, 19 innings pitch now, 19 and two-thirds innings, 18 strikeouts, a whip of 0-92. One and zero on Wallace. Brett Wallace is one for three with a one for three. He's he's got a two eighty a two eighteen batting average. Two and zero. The pitch was low. Tigers and Rays go at it one last time the three game series. Uh Jordan Zimmerman and Chris Archer, what do you think? It's a it's a pitcher's duel, one ten. be. Michael Fulmer, is, Michael Fulmer
1: finally uh, went seven innings pitched for the first time in his career in the majors and got
0: a win, just barely.
4: Yeah, the thing is, though, every time you say that, they expect to have like a good pitcher's duel coming out, it usually goes in the opposite direction. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah. the bullpen has struggled lately. And lately this month. They were great last month. Yeah, but the, the thing is, months, but,
4: thing. but it's always tough to live up to the hype, though, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you expect to see a classic pitchers duel, like you know, now a run scored, and then all of a sudden, like, well, it's eleven, it's eleven to nine in the eighth inning. Uh, this is some wow. pitchers, this is some pitchers duel, four oh, pitchers duel.
1: Yeah, yeah, last time. Th- yeah, uh, Arizona and St. Louis. Uh, the 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 Diamondbacks were leading the Cardinals eleven to two in the ninth inning, and, and the yeah. final score was eleven to seven.
4: Yeah, I told you that last night. It's... Wow, it's almost like that
1: game. Some happened... games are crazy. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. Well, if you want if you want to collapse, I think I told you this a while back, but um, there was a game back fifteen years ago. Seattle and Cleveland. And Seattle was up 14 2 in the seventh inning. Now, naturally, you think, you know, it's a lock. It's over, right? All right. Well, not on that night. Cleveland scored three in the seventh, four in the eighth, five in the ninth, tied it up on a bases clearing double, and one on a base hit in the 11th inning. And I was like, oh my God, this is unbelievable. This is the comeback of the century in Major League Baseball.
1: Brett Wallace walks on a 3-1 pitch, and now uh, Doolittle uh, or Salarte uh, flies out to center field.
3: And, and
1: and the Dodgers and Padres are going to extra innings. Meanwhile, in Anaheim, Angels lead one nothing. Man on first, two out. Mark Trumbo just walked.
4: Now, Doolittle was that Eliza or Doctor?
1: Uh, 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 now runners on first and second, two two out because of that walk issue walk drawn by Trumbo. Chris Davis hit a two out single before that
0: on the first pitch. Manny Machado popped out to uh, lead off the
1: lead off the ninth for the Orioles, and then Adam Jones grounded out. Kyle oh, popped out to third. Adam Jones ground out to, sh- to short. Pinch runner Nolan R- Reimold replaces Mark trombo Now a ball on an 80-mile-per-hour par- 80, 80 slider just on the outside mm-hmm. corner. Looks like a strike, but it's called a ball on Matt Weeders. One for three tonight. 276, three homer, three homers, 13 RBIs. And Matt weeders just hit a three-run home run
3: oh, on
1: oh. the left center field. And the Orioles grab a 3-1 lead. Goodbye home run, as Gary Thorne would say. The voice
0: of the Baltimore Orioles. Dodgers and Mets are televised on
1: Friday night on MLB Network at 7. 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific.
0: Is Gary calling game tonight? Yeah, your audio is quiet, Lewis. Brad Hand, pitches now
1: for the pot race in the top of the 10th, in the top of the 10th, 19
0: games played, 0-0 record, 3-10 ERA, Twenty and a
1: third innings, thirteen walks, twenty-five strikeouts. Lefties are one twenty-one against him with no home runs. Righties are two seventy nine
0: with 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 against him with two home runs. Pedro Alvarez uh Pedro Alvarez a three one count. Doc Peterson at that, 0-1 on him. Uh, Smith. Uh, Pedro Alvarez grounds out softly to... Uh, to first. Joe Smith blows a save on that three-run home run by Matt Weiders to left center field. I wonder if Gary Thorne came, would come to would come to Detroit and be the voice of the Tigers on TV. Hmm. Huh. He did call uh, the Mets. What's that?
4: He did. He did actually call for the Mets for a long In time the past.
1: too. In the past, yeah.
4: Yes. And did NBC's uh, telecast, especially for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, MLB uh, radio. Yeah, or uh, yeah, the playoffs. MLB TV.
4: But um, I'm thinking back in the '95 playoffs when um, it was the Yan- it was the Yankees and
1: the Indians.
4: Indians, Indians, yes. And it was it was raining in the later innings. And they went all the way to the fifteenth inning, and then it was a tied five-five, and then a monster home run was hit all the way into the into the empty seats, into the black, at about one seventeen a.m., and Yankees won seven to five.
1: The Yankees won. Who who hit that home run, by the way?
4: Um, Chuck Knottlock, Scott Rochus? No, they were on the team Paul. yet. This was 95. Uh, Paul O'Neal? Paul, I believe it was either O'Neill or... Um, hmm, I'll, get back, I'll get back to you on that, but it was, that was that was a long game. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: 15 innings and a rain delay.
4: Well, it wasn't a rain delay. It just went on. No. I mean, it, was, it wasn't raining that bad, but when they got to the later innings, the rain did start to pick up.
1: Okay.
4: And yep. anything
1: could happen, you know, in the rain. Uh huh. Petit Petit le- if Petite leads off the bottom of the ninth for the Angels, who are now down three to one, Greg, Gregorio Petit, that is the shortstop,
0: two and zero on him. Two, two quick pitches low. Zach Britton, the closer. Ball three as well, three and zero on Gregorio Petit. Britain has a one fifty nine ERA going into this appearance. Peterson reaches base for for LA. Draws a walk. That last pitch was was just off the outside corner a little bit. Yes, he'll play up now. Looks like uh, Gregorio Petit just drew a four-pitch walk.
3: Yeah.
0: Yep, he did. Mangley. Was Mangley that did it in that game? Yep. That 15-inning uh,
4: game.
1: Who was that again? Don Mangley. Don Mattingly, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Thank you very much. Yonel Escobar takes a
0: called strike on the inside cor- corner, strike one. MLB, MLB game day is glitching all of a sudden. Just being a being a pilot junk foul ball and two on on Yanel Escobar it's one for three three average three homers eleven RBIs. One and two, ball in the dirt. Called strike and Escobar strikes out.
1: One out. Be gone. And Hawk Harrelson would say the voice of the Chicago White Sox on television. I wonder why WGN America doesn't. Uh, yeah, I, well doesn't they made the Cubs or the White Sox.
4: Yeah, they um they made they made a like a new agreement with another station. And when it went to like um Well the same the same thing happened with T V S they used to show Braves games and um uh, you know when they picked up this new uh other station from Atlanta they went to exclusively to them. They only televised it now in the local areas. But I have my ways of getting those games. Right. <laughs> Little thing called
0: Mar Technology, thank you. Ah ah sucker. <laughs> i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look this up right now uh, actually all the um super stations have dropped it from um national
4: from um their national televised um hookups ouch yeah, because the Mets, because yeah. uh, Channel 11 used to reach all over the country, and when they became, um, you know, the WB now the CW, it was only available through um, my area and in some parts of uh,
1: Pennsylvania. True. Yes. yeah Puig struck out swinging. Yasmani Grandal up now called strike
0: in San Diego for, for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Cole Calhoun up now.
1: Uh, you know, Escobar was, was just ejected by home plate umpire
0: Dale Scott. <laughs> oh, man. Another another angel ejection. Now a wild pitch. Owned by Brenton and... And now, um, the T takes second. Orioles don't need that. Howie Kendrick up now for the Dodgers. Two outs.
1: And Peterson remaining on first. Kendrick is pinch hitting with a 221 average. No homers. Zero homers and
0: seven RBIs. And a 258 on base percentage. Are you going to bed? Almost. Almost? Yeah.
1: Yosemite know, Gra- Grandel grounds out in, in, into a force out, so so Grandel is on first, not Peterson. Peterson was out at second. It's a 4-6 fielder's choice. Ball one is
0: low to uh, the pinch hitter Howie Kendrick. Car- His career against Brad Hand is one for one with a single. That's it. No RBI is there. Next pitch is outside 2-0. Cole Calhoun, uh, Cole Calhoun hits into an out. on a 3-2 pitch. Now remember, uh, Petit
1: is, was on second before that. On that wild pitch, Cole Calhoun grounds out to second. Petit takes third. Now here comes Ma- here comes Mike Trout. Two
0: and one on on Kendrick. Swinging and a miss. Two and two. of the fastball low, Yeah, there's uh, WGN Channel 9, and then
1: then there's WGN America. Yeah. America.
4: Broke them up.
0: Yeah. Damn it. Dirty dog. Kendrick struck out swinging,
1: and the fourth pitch was low. The 2-1 pitch was low now. And And then the fifth pitch
0: was inside. So the Dodgers and Padres stay tied at two going into the bottom of the ten. And the Orioles are going to beat the Angels 3-1. to one. Mike Trout just hit into the final
1: out of the game. He's going to finish one for
4: five. All right, my man. That's going to do it for me tonight.
1: Yep. He's right. one for four now. Yep.
4: Okay. All right. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you Monday night.
1: Yep. 1030.
0: 1030. Yes. Yep. All right. Talk to you then. Thanks. We're going he- to keep it here. I'm going to keep it here for the bottom of the 10th. And uh, whether the Padres win it or not, after the bottom of the 10th, then I will sign off for this episode, I want to thank uh, Leslie Montero for calling in again to begin the show, the first co-host for the night. JP J.
1: Howell is the new pitcher for the Dodgers. 14 games, one on one record, 784 ERA, 10 of the third innings, four walks, seven strikeouts.
0: Lefties 333, righties 267. The last and only time the Padres had back to back walk off wins
1: with a home run. Was April 13th to 14th, 1986, Marvel, Wynn and Bruce Bochi. Bruce Bochi is uh, the manager of the San Diego Padres, of the San, Diego San Francisco Giants. Bruce Bochi is currently the
0: manager of the San Francisco Giants. So here's Amarista leading off. I think we have a bit of a delay here, or probably the Dodgers are we're not even ready yet. A defensive substitution. AJ Ellis replaces catcher Yas- Yasmani Grandel for the, Dodger, for the Dodgers. First pitch to Amarista inside.
1: Amarista batting from the left side. Uh, one ball, no strikes. First plate appearance a sack fly. Sacrifice fly. No RBI. One hopper back to uh,
0: JP Howe at the mound, toward a first. One up, one down. Brad Hand will bat here. Don't want to waste too many of your players. First pitch strike on the outside corner.
1: If you're uh, Don Manning the manager of the Dodgers, or, or uh, the manager of the Padres, rather.
0: other. Deal one is low. And outside. A knuckle curve. One ball, one strike to Brad Hand. Foul ball, one and two. This is Brad Hand's first first major league at bat here. One two, swinging a foul
1: ball gets another piece of it. Gets a piece of another one.
0: Still one and two. Four-pitch at bat here. John Jay is on deck, the center fielder.
1: He's over for three. One-two is bounced foul behind the catcher. Still one and two, a five-pitch at bat
0: for Brad Hand, giving J.P. Howe a bit of a battle here. One out, nobody on, tie at two, bottom ten. Dodgers and Dodgers and Padres from Petco Park, and now a
1: ground ball, diving stop by Brett Wallace, throw to first, in it, and and Brandt is out. Great play, great diving play by Brett Wallace. Not Brett Wallace, but uh, the third baseman for the
0: Dodgers, Josh Turner. Justin Turner, rather. Justin Turner. John Jay up now. He's over 3 with a, with a walk in the sixth inning and a run scored. Check swing on a curveball low. He went through. Strike one. About to sign off real soon. Neil One is low and outside on a curveball. One ball, one strike. Two and one now up on a on a knuckle curve outside. Three and one now on a on a fastball high. Three one is a strike, a high strike that is.
1: On a fastball by uh, fastball thrown by JP Howell, full count, three balls, two strikes on John Jay, the leadoff hitter in the starting lineup. In the starting lineup, swinging a foul on a ground ball down
0: the first base line. Still three and two. Corey Sager, the shortstop, all for four tonight,
1: thus far, is on deck. The three two is grounded. Foul down the third, down the first base line. Adrian Gonzalez fielded it plainly, easily.
0: Jassau is warming up, the, warming up in the bullpen for the Dodgers. Still three and two on John Jay. The so three two. Strike three called, and John Jay is
1: retired, and so are the Padres. So that so they and the Dodgers are still tied at two going into the into the 11th. Chase Utley, Corey Sager, and and Justin Turner at That, that that's not Corey Sager. That's uh, Myers
0: on deck. Myers was on deck. Will Myers. So Chase Utley, Corey Sager, and Justin
1: Turner on deck, the top of the order in the 11th inning. That's going to do it
0: for this. uh, That's going to do it for episode 40. Uh, Of the Michigan Sports
1: Truth postgame show, whoever... Whoever in the hell is messing with me in the chat room is a jackass.
0: But get the hell off here and don't come back. Big freaking jerk. Jerk off. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at dt 2 phillips
1: Follow Leslie on Twitter at DisgustedNYER and love... Lover of Detroit. Detroit. I'll be back Monday. I'll I'll be back on here Monday for episode 41. Tune in tomorrow, episode 213 of the Detroit... uh, episode 213 of the Michigan Sports Truth on Spreaker when I talk with Ed Smith about what's going on with the Tigers and uh, the uh, denied report on Pavel Datsuk signing a two-year deal with
0: S.K.A. St. Petersburg. Uh, Other stuff like that. Um, Also, uh, Kyle Richards and Brad... uh, uh, Kyle Quincy and Brad Richards being released which is a good thing. At least Ken Ken Holland finally listened on something.
1: But uh, we'll talk about it on episode 213 of the Michigan Sports Truth on Spreaker. Then then on Monday at 10.30, I'll be... uh, Lewis and I will be on... We'll we'll, uh, kick off episode 41 of the Michigan Sports Truth post-game show on TalkShoe. Until until these nights this is Taylor Phillips saying t- signing off saying TTFN ta ta for now